Aligned to the Light is a podcast sponsored by the Universal Hager Spiritual Church Association. The views and opinions expressed by each individual speaker do not necessarily reflect the beliefs and opinions of the Universal Hager Spiritual Church Association. As we are all spiritual beings having a human experience, this podcast embraces and discusses how to grow and develop the understanding of who we truly are. Welcome back to Align to the Light. My name is KB and I'm here with... Uh, this is Double H. And this is Rev to the G Double E with you. And today we're going to be talking about the benefits of fasting. In some of our previous episodes, uh, we talked about how do you align the mind, body, and the soul and what is aligning in general. And today we want to delve into the topic of the benefits of fasting. So first, uh, what is fasting? So that's an excellent question, uh, KB, and I'll take the first stab at that. So fasting is the abstinence of food and or drink um, from the body. And as we'll talk more throughout the episode, fasting just doesn't relate to food, but primarily when people think of fasting, it is uh, consistently the refraining from eating of any products or drinking some products, depending on the type of fast that you do. And it also typically is focused around a certain theme, a certain holiday, a certain special um, matter that you're trying to focus on. Uh, but it is a way to, again, uh, center yourself around certain things. Uh, Rev G? That's a great thing. And, and that's a good question, like you said. And I agree with you. Because fasting is just that. Fasting is a willful, and that's a good word to use, a willful refrainment of, of, of not doing something. In this case, we're going to start with talking about eating. You know, so it's the willful refrainment of, of limiting yourself to food, sometimes even drink. And like you said, sometimes it's for a spiritual purpose. It could be for a health purpose because there are a lot of health benefits. Not that I'm promoting any kind of medical advice. But when you fast, you can increase your blood pressure. It uh, does well with your blood sugar. It helps with your diet. It helps to reset your metabolism when you fast for a couple of days. And that helps with you getting into that alignment that we look for so that we could be in touch with our mind, body, and our spirit as well. Question. You mentioned health. So is fasting just a fancy way to say diet? Or is there a difference between dieting and, and fasting? Uh, so I'll get out. I'll take the first uh, response to that one. Uh, fasting can be a portion of someone's diet, but it certainly is not the same. Uh, so fasting, as uh, read to the GEE mentioned, it's the willful refrainment from eating and or drinking. Dieting may be as simple as I'm cutting carbs out or I may not be eating certain meat products or I may not be eating um certain junk foods, things like that. And dieting typically is usually focused primarily on weight loss or a certain figure or a certain shape um, that you're trying to achieve. Fasting instead uh, can be focused primarily on spiritual principles. Maybe again, you want to uh, get a certain harmony that you are seeking. Uh, fasting can also be related to health benefits. Uh, typically, as we think about when someone is going towards surgery, um, they usually require them to fast 
so many hours or maybe even 24 hours in advance. Likewise, if you're going to get a uh, blood sugar taking, they say fasting for uh, 24 hours in advance. Uh, so fasting primarily uh, describes, you know, you making a choice to not eat or drink for a number of reasons, where dieting uh, sometimes is more focused on just a health benefit and you may or may not do that willfully. You may feel like it's forced <laughs> upon you um, or someone is chasing after you with points and checkers and things like that. And, and that's a great point. And, and it's true because dieting, sometimes, like you said, you might be forced to diet. You're going to the doctor and the doctor said, hey, you know, these things are out of whack. You're going to need to lose some weight. You're talking to someone that used to be 320 pounds. They never told me to lose weight, but I'm glad I did. And... Uh, it helps you to get in balance. It helps you to get that alignment together. It is different than a diet because a diet, like you said, you're just abstaining from carbs, you're abstaining from sugars to lose weight or to change your body shape and style, or like you said, to go for surgery. So it's, it's, it's definitely different than when you're fasting for some type of spiritual gain where you're not only fasting, where you're not just not eating, what fasting is going to include your mind is going to include the way that you think, because if you're fasting and you, you just can't think any old thing on a spiritual fast and expect that fast to come through. You have to have your mind right. You have to think on those good things. Think on those positive thoughts. You can't fast and uh, think negative and think harm to people and expect you to be successful on your fast. So it's, it's, it's a sacrifice. It's true. But how do you sacrifice? What are you sacrificing for? I'll add one other thing to that. Um, when we think about fasting, um, we can think about both the weight loss option, right? So basically just limiting your calories. But let us not forget that, you know, throughout uh, history, many people fasted for political effects, right? People would go on hunger strikes or fasting to basically to gain a certain sure. attention from others around them. And so that is a very common theme that's happened throughout history. You know, Muhammad Gandhi was very famous for one of his uh, fasts that he uh, held while he was trying to uh, gain, garn some attention around uh, the plight of the uh, Indian population towards the British. Um, in addition to that, you know, fasting certainly uh, is practiced by many different faiths, and we can talk a little bit about that as we get further through the episode. But it's not just, um, you know, not just uh, focused primarily on uh, dieting. So, in talking about fasting, question: Do either of you fast regularly, or what are some of the types of fasts that you do? Is it all about just oh, don't eat until sundown, or um, what are some of the different types uh, of fast that you, you participate in, if you do? Oh, now that's a whole nother story there. Well, in the doctrine that I belong to, we fast on Fridays. So for every Friday, from we, we fast until sundown or until 6 p.m. to make a universal time. So we'll fast from midnight or the last meal that you eat on your Thursday night until that 6 p.m. the following day. And that fast is for spiritual purposes, but it's also a unification thing because you have a lot of people doing it at the same time. So you can all concentrate on, on producing or creating something at that point. But you have people, and I have done, I've done one day fast, three day fast, seven day fast, 
21 day fast. I've done as many as 40 day fast. Now my 40 day fast might not be where I don't eat anything each day. It might not be a so to speak, a solemn fast, but uh, it will be a fast where I will limit the type of things that I eat and definitely no flesh and no sweets and no alcohol or anything like that. As well as again, controlling your thoughts and the other actions that you do. Interesting. Sure. Now, so I'll, I'll add to that. So yeah, I, I practice regular fasting um, on Fridays, but in addition to just Fridays, I myself, you know, as, as I am working towards something, as I am uh, constantly looking for opportunities to align myself to a higher consciousness, uh, I may randomly choose to go on an individual fast, right? And so that fast may be without meats, uh, that fast may be without sweets. Um, you know, some of my friends who are Muslim, I recognize during Ramadan, they may be going through their fast. And so sometimes I may harmonize with them and, and go on a fast with them or those, my friends who may be Christian. So I may recognize when they are going through their Christian fast for Lent and I may uh, also participate in some of those. So I think it's, it is one of those concepts that fast can be so universal um, that it doesn't necessarily have to be relegated to just the faith. Um, pretty common is the Daniel fast, where uh, people uh, try to copy the uh, scripture from Daniel, where he talks about he only ate pulse. Um, and so people would do the same thing, either eat, only eat beans or do primarily vegetables. But the whole focus is to, again, to gain uh, a larger spiritual alignment and a higher consciousness around fasting. And then that's so true because I've, I've, you know, I've known people and I've done it as well for with my Jewish friends or whomever. And uh, the, the the thing is, I've done and I've known people that have done juice fast, fruit fast. You know, there's so many different types of fast out there that you can do for those different purposes. And then, like you said, it doesn't have to be for religious or following any type of religion or doctrine. And it could be for a spiritual purpose or it just could be because you feel that something's not right. We have to follow the way that our bodies talk to us. And sometimes our body talks to us and says, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, there's something going on there. Maybe you need to change your diet. Maybe you need to eliminate something. Maybe you need to take a break. You know, so you fast from these things. And, and when you do that and you eliminate those things, you might find that you produce better results in your, in your actions, in your breathing, in your movement. So we, we have to know and understand that fasting serves or it, it, it can serve so many different purposes. Yes. And I, I definitely agree. I also fast and um, don't want to reiterate or uh, go over anything that you guys said previously, but I definitely agree with everything that was said. Interesting point. You mentioned uh, Rev G that you often fast with others. So um, and double H, you mentioned that you all often fast just on your own. So are there benefits to both, uh, fasting on your own, um, or fasting with a collective group? I think we kind of touched on this when we were talking about, uh, aligning in the previous episode about, um, you know, the collective versus kind of going off and doing your own thing. So what are some of the benefits to, um, both fasting on your own and then fasting with a collective group? It's a great question. You want to hit it up first, Double H, or? Uh, sure, I certainly can. Uh, so as we are having our own individual paths, we are having our own individual journeys, 
um, we may find a need or are given some inspiration around partaking in an individual path, right? Uh, to refrain from whether it's meat, whether it's from uh, sweets, whether it's from negativity, um, but we find that avenue as a way to harmonize with the spiritual state and harmonize with higher forces. Um, but likewise, we may see someone or we know someone or one of our friends <clears throat> are going through something <clears throat> or also trying to concentrate on something or trying to achieve a certain goal. And there is a benefit, uh, obviously, there's a benefit in numbers, right? There's a benefit in harmony with other like-minded individuals. And so yeah. you may find to fast with that other individual or groups of individuals, you find a connection with them. You find a uh, a state of consistent development. Someone else can be your reminder, your encouragement buddy. Hey, did you remember to drink your tea because we know we're still on this three-day fast? Oh, thank you for doing that. Hey, did you remember to focus on your goals? Did you remember to read a certain scripture? Uh, did you remember to pray at a certain hour or a certain time, depending on the fast uh, that you may be partaking in? Uh, did you remember to um, go out and do some charitable contributions while you were on this fast? And so all those things can help when you're in a collective group um, that you may not have those same needs when you're individually fasting because you're just focusing on your own individual goals. So in my view, um, yeah, there are benefits to both a individual fast as well as a collective fast. And I will definitely give Rev G to share some of his insight on that. Um, that's a great thing, Double H. And I can't agree with you more. I could look back and remember my first, let's say my first three-day fast that I went on. And it was a fast where, you know, we would only drink uh, maybe liquids or a hot tea or something like that because it was a cold day. It was cold days at that time. And uh, one thing about fasting, we do have to be use intelligence when we fast. And when our body tells us things, we have to listen to them. So we're on this fast, and I'm, I'm, I'm fasting. I'm struggling through this fast. I'm, I'm trying to remember to say my prayers in my particular hours and such. But since it was a collective fast, I had some brothers and some sisters and some folk that was fasting with me. I was able to pick up the phone and say, hey, this is getting kind of rough. And I got that encouragement. Hang on in there. Hey, have yourself a little bit of hot tea. Squeeze some lemon and some water and drink that or whatever the case might be. You know, just 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 sit down and, and, and turn the lights down low because, you know, sometimes when you get quiet, it does definitely help. And you get a little quiet within yourself. And if we could get rid of the sound, you know, we could get more into ourselves sometimes. So you, you get and you do different things and you get encouragement from those that are fasting with you and say you're not alone. And once you know that you're not alone, you know, if your mind can believe it and if your mind can think of it and, if, and your heart can believe it, they tell me that you can achieve it if you keep on going and you keep on trying. The whole thing is that you might decide to fast. I'm going to fast for three days. I'm not going to eat anything. I'm just going to drink water. After that first two days, you might say, I got to eat. I got to eat. I got to eat. You give in to it. You can't beat yourself up on it, but you try again. And you do it. And soon you find out, hey, this is easy. This is nothing. I do this all the time. So the next time and the next time you try, you get through it. But you'll be able to encourage someone else to go through it as well. I hope that answered your question a little. Yes. And, and a good point. You know, we're we're all human. 
Um, and we're not going to be perfect all of the times I've, I've been fasting where, you know, I've had those rough times too. Cause you say to yourself at the beginning, you're going to commit to a certain, uh, day and time or to uh, certain things that you're going to abstain from. And you might get a little weak, but we're all human. And the important thing is to try your best and, and you might have to come back and, and try it and, and do a little better next time. That's so right. excellent point. Excellent point. We, we've talked about what is fasting and we've hit on some of the purposes, but I, I want to go back to the purpose. What is the purpose of fasting? Is there only one purpose? I mean, the obvious uh, answer is, you know, to align yourself or to get, you know, a closer connection to God. But what are some of the other benefits of fasting or the purposes of fasting? Sure. So I will, I will take the first round of that. So there are several benefits just health-wise for fasting. And, you know, again, let me just say the disclaimer, right? None of us are in here are doctors or medical professionals, uh, but we do see that there have been some benefits uh, across the world for fasting. So please check with your own medical professional, your own doctor in the case that you are want to participate in the fast. Uh, but that being said, here are some of the uh, more commonly uh, discussed benefits health-wise for fasting. So, as Rev G talked about, you can promote blood sugar by reducing your insulin. Um, so again, fasting allows the body to do that, to decrease the insulin resistance and allow it to uh, potentially improve primarily. Um, in addition to that, you also have an ability to reduce inflammation by fasting. Uh, you can also have some opportunities to improve your blood pressure and cholesterol levels. There are other opportunities regarding um, limiting your calories. Obviously, if you're eating less, you won't be intaking the same amount of calories. Uh, there's also a thing called intermittent fasting, uh, which is pretty popular around athletes that, that helps with uh, increasing the human growth hormone, which is important for metabolism and things like that. So those are just some of the general benefits uh, health-wise that are associated with fasting. And outside of that, uh, there is the concept of religious fast. Again, as I mentioned, you have uh, fast for pretty much most of the uh, traditional religious faiths out there, um, from Buddhism to Hinduism uh, to Islam to Christianity to, to Judaism uh, to Jainism. All of them have their own individual fast or fasting days or fasting times, but each of them have uh, extensive benefits and I'll certainly give Rev G uh, some opportunity to share as well. That's a great thing and you said create a few things as I said we're not medical professionals but one thing that I have found in the years that I've been here and I go to the doctors is they say that inflammation is the cause of most of the problems within our bodies so if we're reducing inflammation then we're reducing the sicknesses that our body holds on to well, they told me that fasting also helps improve your immune system. Well, if it's helping to improve my immune system, then I'm able to be able to radically fight off damage and that, that you know, the different things will do to my immune system. And, and, and that in itself is a great benefit in itself. You know, when you fast, it says that it allows your blood to flow, flow a little differently and it cleanses you. So that's going to also include in, in, in improve the oxygen getting to your organs. And if it's getting to your organs, but especially to your brain, that means that you'll think better. You'll be able to move better. You'll be able to do things better. So it does have a great function in fasting. 
for your just for you every day wise. And as he said, in order for your spiritual alignment, that's on you. You 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 fast align with your spirit as you need to. And as you grow and develop within yourself, have you get that understanding, your spirit, your vibration will say, hey, you know, it's time for you to stop that. It's time for you, you know, you, you're going through these things and you, your body's not feeling right or or you're trying to get this job or you're trying to do something in your in your home that's just not working as quick as the way you wanted to. Maybe I should just do a little more prayer. They say prayer and fasting works wonders. And we can't leave it out because it's worked for so many for so long. You just have to do it in a way that's comfortable for you. So how do you do that? By trying it. You won't know if you won't try. And you keep on doing it until you get it the way that you needed to do. You know, they got this thing they call persistent effort. You know, you keep on going, you keep on going, you keep on going. It's like that little engine that could. And, and then when you get to a point where I think this fast is going to help me and I'm able to do it, I'm able to lose weight, I'm able to get healthy, I'm able to align my spirit. And it comes to the point where after you do that one or two times, you no longer think it's going to work. You tend to know it's going to work. So I know what's going to help me. Oh, that's not going right. I'm a fast because I know that helped me last time. Definitely agree with uh, what you both have said. Uh, and I also want to add that I have found that fasting can break the mental connection that we have to the physical. So we are spiritual mm. beings. Um, mm. However, you know, we, we are made up of physical matter and our bodies do need certain things to survive. But that doesn't mean I need chocolate every day or that doesn't mean I need potato chips every day. And so I found that um, by fasting, I can break those connections to, you know, oh, I, man, I, when was the last time I haven't had chocolate? And, you, it, you know, just every, makes you me. You can't have chocolate every day? <laughs> you shouldn't that have. Was fast. <laughs> well, a chocolate fast. <laughs> a chocolate fast. <laughs> I am uh, definitely. We need to go back to that disclaimer. Definitely not a health profession, and not 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 uh not claiming that one. But 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 yeah. So y you know, it's, it's like, or, or when was the last time I haven't had fast food? You know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and it, it breaks your because at least when I fast, I try to stay away from the fast food. You're eating more fruit, more vegetables, um, things that are less processed. And so yeah. you're breaking your connection to some of those things that we know that have been stated in the medical profession that are not necessarily the greatest for us. Um, so with that being said, uh, is fasting just all about food? Can you fast from things? Can you fast from bad thoughts? You should. That's definitely essential when you're going on any type of, uh, if, if, if you're fasting for a spiritual purpose, especially, you can't expect this fast for good spirits to work with you if you're having bad thoughts. You know, they have these things where you even have these folks, they go on these silent fasts. They just go away for the weekend where they don't talk. They're just out there with nature, communing with nature, silent. And it's a beautiful thing to be able to do. I haven't done it for three days, but I've done the one day uh, uh, part of my uh, retreat that I went on one time, which was 24 hours of complete silence. No one spoke. But you went around and did your activities or whatever it was that you were doing there on the grounds that we were on. It was a beautiful thing. And then you have to be careful because then you get the chance that it comes time that you have to break that fast. When you break that fast, you have to be careful what you break that fast with, starting with your mind. When you come and go off a fast of that type, you have to still control your thoughts. 
because at the end of the day, is if you fast and for a day, if you fast for three days, if you fast for no matter how many days you're fasting for, and then you just go right back to that normal activity, that normal thing that got your body, that got your spirit, that got your, your, your condition to be in that same manner that it was in, what good is it really doing? Absolutely. And that, that's also true when, when you're coming off of a fast for, for when you're eating certain types of things or when you're abstaining from certain types of things. You don't want to, you know, go on an all juice fast and then come off with a, a Big Mac with extra Mac sauce. <laughs> This is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Double H. Um, so I'm still reflecting on this idea of not talking for an entire day. That that's so <laughs> I will tell you what, I will challenge I will challenge our listeners to go on a four hour no talking fast. You know, send us uh, an email after you hear listen to this episode about if you were successful, how did it feel? Because that to me seems so uh revolutionary actually when i you know when i really think about it right so um typically on a spiritual fast and again regardless of the individual faith that you partake in there is typically scriptures or certain verses certain readings that go along with that and the value in that is to help focus the mind on something outside of uh, just normal day-to-day activities, right? So if you may be reading the Psalms or if you're reading a certain verse of the Quran or you're reading a certain verse of the Torah um, or the, a certain uh, line of the Bhagavad Gita, the idea is to help you think on that verse and in that time and how that relates to you. So it helps draw a line to, mm-hmm. you go. to that individual scripture and it helps keep you focused transfer that now to a concept where we all talk you know whether it's for our jobs whether it's just for fun uh whether it's uh, something in between whether it's for business and to stop for again i'm going to start with just four hours 24 hours is pretty intense but for four hours would you be able to not speak right that when someone's asking questions nope nothing at all don't 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 respond because I think you will be surprised, one, how many thoughts run across your mind, but two, you will be that much more uh, intent on when you speak again, right? You hmm. will be less wasteful because like, oh my God, it's, I haven't spoken in four hours. What do I want my first words to be? Do I want them to be about gossip or do I want them to be about something uh enlightening do i want them to be about you know uh the lat the latest uh tv show that i watched or do i want it to be something that i learned during those four hours so again i'm going to challenge our listeners and you know four hours may not seem that much but it is to me i challenge for for, Mm. pick a day four hours not a day now it doesn't count if you do it while you sleep. <laughs> that does not count. That's right. That's right. I was going to say it that. It has to be a time throughout the normal course of your day, but pick four hours. And mm-hmm. and I'll give you a second challenge. For some, what your work lifestyle is, you may have to alert people, hey, I'm going on this four-hour fast and I'm not speaking. Okay. But if you have the opportunity, maybe do it on a weekend 
and don't tell people you're fasting from from speaking and just see how they react to you. That you don't say a single word for four hours. You don't let anybody know that you're saying a single word and see what happens. Can can, can I say something, though? I, I have to add something else to that challenge as well. Because during that four hours of no speaking, I would suggest no phone, meaning none of this, this texting and all that kind of stuff like that. No TV, no internet type activities, no social media. Just cut yourself off from that type of activity. Right. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Come let's, on now. Let's make it right we, now. Okay, hold on a second. We, that's rough. Let, I, let, me, let me help out. So we got, we got phase one, the double H says four hours, no speaking. Okay. But you can alert people what you're doing. Phase two is four hour, no speaking, but you don't alert anyone. The Reb G uh, solemn (laughs) fast, (laughs) no technology during that same four hours and no speaking. I'll be curious to see which of our listeners do all three. Maybe you do phase one or phase two. Listen, if you can do all three, I will be um, extremely impressed, and I will certainly look for some feedback on how it absolutely went because and, and oh, folks, I would love I, that. I think we have yeah. some. We'll have some gurus, <laughs> or upset, angry, talkative people. And, and, and folks, please uh, use your brain cells. Do not jeopardize your jobs. <laughs> you know, don't do it on a day when you're working and, you know, you know, you're going to get a call, a call from your boss. Just be mindful to use that. Uh, use your your uh, 60 million brain cells here when you're doing this. And like Double H said, maybe try a weekend or or some some uh, date that, you know, that you don't have those obligations where you have certain commitments. Yes. Yes, that's definitely important because nothing, nothing else is the fact. It's not, for nothing else, we have to use intelligence Absolutely. in all things that we do. You know, so we, we, we have to use our mind in the way that we do things. But it is possible, you know, so that's a serious challenge out there. Let us know. Let us know because I like doing that. I don't care if my phone rang. I can just look at it and say, oh, I'll call them back later. Oh, excuse me. Or just look at it, meaning <laughs> look at it as it rings, not necessarily look at who's calling. All right. So look at yeah, that social media it. thing. You know, that you. break from social, listen, social media is a little rough. <laughs> no, listen. I, I I am definitely um, myself. All right. I'm going to choose a weekend to do phase one and phase two. I've done phase three before, gotcha. but not in combination with not also not speaking. Uh, so that, uh, but right. I do like the idea of. And again, I, I pick four hours because that's not too long, but it's it's long enough that you will probably recognize, man, I spend a lot of time talking about things that probably are not that productive. So exactly. I, I will uh, listen. I'm, you can call it the align to the light. Fast. <laughs> and it is not focused Ooh. on food, but it is, it is focused on speaking. <laughs> And I think in some ways, you know, people, um, even myself, you know, I, I may be fasting and may just not have noticed it or not have categorized it as such. 
you know, I've heard of other people refraining from TV or refraining from, you know, the news, especially during COVID-19, refraining from, you know, some person or some group of people that may have presented negativity in their lives and, you know, them benefiting from just abstaining from it or even social media, as we were saying uh, earlier with the challenge, just going off of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, you know, even if it's only for for a month or for a day and, you know, seeing the difference in some people I know have, have sworn off of all TV or all cable. And that's so true. And it's up to you as to what you're trying to accomplish and how you look at things. But I definitely know people that have done just that. I know some people that don't own, own the TV and they haven't owned the TV in the last 10 years. You know, they have a phone, but they have a flip phone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the way they live their life. Everybody chooses to live their life as they choose to live their life. They have to align to themselves and get that in a vision within themselves as to what they're trying to accomplish, get the understanding of what they and who they are. And as we're aligning to our light, because like I said before, it's our light that we're aligning to. So what works for you might not work for me, but it will take me on a similar path and it will give me an understanding and allow me to get somewhere a little bit further down the line with it. Absolutely. Definitely agree. And you could kind of see the central theme of everybody is an individual. What works for me may not work for you, may not work for Double H, uh, may not work for the rest of the world. But, you know, it has to it has to kind of center within yourself and and align to to your goals and to what you want to accomplish. So true. So, yes, I, I mean, I think this was a great, great discussion we had on on fasting and the benefits and the different ways you can fast and and all the things centered around fasting and even had the, the fasting challenge. Uh, oh, I like that. And, and so definitely looking forward to to hearing the feedback from the audience as well as our own feedback, because I think all three of us are probably going to uh, try to, to, to do this at some point as well. Yes, I look forward to it. Again, folks, thanks for listening. I'm KB. And this is Rev to the GEE. This is Double H. And again, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening in and hope you tune in again next week. We will see you next time. There you go. We look forward to hearing from you. Please send your questions, comments, and suggestions via email to align to light at uhsca.org. That's A L I N E, the number two, L I G H T, at uhsca.org. Mm-hmm.